Industries for the Blind presents Blind Living Radio, where you'll hear interesting topics, fun stories, and important news about our blind and visually impaired community. It's time now for Blind Living Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Blind Living Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Harley Thomas. And I'm Danielle Crapo. Hello, everybody. Hello. It's... What time of the year is it now? It's cold outside. It's I don't still even know. Winter. It is still There's winter. There's snow and gloomy. I don't want to sound all negative, though. I do. <laughs> you do. You know, that this is when you get to wear those great-looking scarves and mittens and hats. I'd rather not. It's winter. You know what we need? We need a trip. I would love to go on a trip. Maybe we need a remote broadcast. Live from the Bahamas. Oh, I was thinking live from outdoors, maybe downtown Chicago, the Windy City. We'd have parkas on. No? Uh, yeah, tell You're me how pass that goes. On that one? Tell me how that goes. I can't do the show solo, Danielle. I'm going to be sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a cold. I have sniffles. <laughs> what day is that? Oh, yeah, I'll have a cold that day. I'm tired of sniffles, too, and hand sanitizer and all that stuff. I smell like out an alcohol basin. Oh, it's bad. Like, I had to redo my skin routine and extra moisturizer. Oh. And- chapstick in every pocket oh boy you know what i think we should invite everyone to visit us here at industries for the blind yeah come on guys but the good news is spring is around the corner it is and you know what else is right around the corner what uh one of our employees will probably be visiting our offices or he'll be visiting a location near you the listening audience this is very true of course we are talking about mr dan bailey and dan bailey is one of the federal sales folks here at Industries for the Blind, and Dan is not your typical outside salesperson, Danielle. He is not. He is not. He's great at what he does, um, but he has a, definitely has a sidekick. He's got a sidekick. Is uh, is it a cute little male sidekick? It is. It's a cute little male furry sidekick. Oh, man. Yep. We're talking about Dan's guide dog. His name is Phelps. Once again, we're talking about dogs. And Mr. Phelps is like the white wonder. Yes, he's he's great. And I definitely have a soft spot in my heart for Mr. Phelps being a blind traveler myself. Um, as Dan travels with him, I'm just floored by how well Phelps travels. And before we get too much into Phelps and Dan, because Dan's amazing also, I think we'll get Dan on the phone. We'll talk to Dan firsthand. He can tell us some of the adventures he and Phelps have been on. And Hold on, because the number of states Mr. Phelps has been in is astonishing. Yeah, it is. Nothing short of astonishing. Right. Good afternoon. This is Dan. Hey, Dan. It's Danielle and Harley with Blind Living Radio. How are you? Hey, Danielle. Harley. Good to hear from you. Well, we wanted to call and check in on you and Mr. Phelps. Well, I appreciate that. We are we are doing well. We are uh, hard at it as always, uh, traveling almost every almost every week. Which is we kind of cued the audience up that you and Mr. Phelps were good travelers, and Danielle and I were talking about how it's you know it's been a long hard winter, and we have cabin fever, and we need to go somewhere nice and warm, but we don't know how far we should go. I said Bahamas. My my goal my go-to place would be the Bahamas. I said Chicago because it's <laughs> it's a quick 45-minute drive. I know it's cold there, but, you know, it's not home, and it's like a vacation. 
Well, you guys are always welcome down here. I was going to say, we should just go visit you. That's right. Come on down and visit. It's always about 75 degrees down here. So, Dan, I wanted to ask you if you would share with our listeners just an overview of what you do for Industries for the Blind. I am the Industries for the Blind National Federal Sales Director, and as such, my job is to create jobs for blind people to generate gainful employment for Americans with disabilities, and many of them nowadays, of course, are our own wounded warriors who have returned home from Iraq and Afghanistan who have sustained disability. And how do you how do you go about doing that? I meet with federal agencies, military activities, and federal agencies across the country to talk with them about who we are, what we do, exactly how it's a win-win situation for them. We have a broad selection of supplies and services that the federal customer purchases anyway. And so as long as they can provide purchase these products and services from us for similar pricing, uh, similar quality of product, then why not purchase them from us? And I don't know if I can put a plug in here at ibexp.com, and that way they have immediate access to the program to the 24 to 48-hour delivery, and they're helping us generate gainful employment for Americans with disabilities. So talking about your travels, because I know that you are definitely always on the move. How often do you travel? Do you have a busy time of year when you travel? Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, from January 1 to September 30 is uh, very busy. Uh, We're on the road almost every week about three days to four days each week. From October 1st to December 31st is a little slower, uh, especially the month of December. So what we do is we identify who the supervisor, the purchasing and contracting supervisor is. With the National Guard, for example, their title is either base contracting officer or supervisory contracting specialist. And this individual not only manages the macro purchases, for the National Guard for that state, but they also manage the micro-purchases, and these individuals are called uh, GPC cardholders, government purchase card individuals. And so my job is to, first of all, meet with them to tell them who we are, what we do, how it's a benefit to them directly, how they can stretch their budget, how they can help us support us to generate gainful employment, and then from there for us to participate within their annual cardholder purchasing, what's called GBC purchasing, procurement training for the micro-purchasers. Does Phelps do most of the training in that, Dan? <laughs> it is literally a dog and pony show. <laughs> That's awesome. But we're pretty excited. Phelps and I have been together for, uh, well, let's see, since April of '09. So, so this, so within just a couple of months here, uh, it's going to be six years. And during these six years we've been together, he has flown nearly 600 flights to 42 states. And I don't know if, uh, if you'd like for me to get into the guide dog program, I'd love to give a, a, a plug for the guide dog program if we have time, if time allows. Let's do that right after a break, Dan. I think this is a good spot to take a break, and we'll come back and we'll talk more about Mr. Phelps and you and how many states you've been to and how does he help you travel? 
I'm Harley Thomas. And I'm Danielle Crapo. We'll be right back. Blind Living Radio is supported by Industries for the Blind in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Creating employment opportunities for the blind and visually impaired from coast to coast. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is Blind Living Radio from Industries for the Blind. Providing employment opportunities for blind professionals since 1952. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio. I'm Harley Thomas, joined in studio with Danielle Crapo. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Harley. And we have Mr. Dan Bailey on the phone with us. Hello, Dan. Hey, guys. Hey, Dan. Thanks for being on the show with us. So before the break, we were talking a little bit about your guide, Dog Phelps. So I wanted to see if you wanted to share a little bit about, you know, the school that you went to to train with him and what extra training you went through to prepare you for all this traveling that you do. Well, I appreciate that. I always love to uh, brag on the guide dog program. I'm actually the worst kind of blind guy. I've always had just enough sight to think that I didn't need any help from anyone. My uh, condition is called retinitis pigmentosa, so it's slowly, progressively getting worse. And by the summer of 08, it was evident that I needed to make a decision whether I'm a white cane guy or a dog guy. And after interviewing, informally surveying many of our fellow employees, most of them who have guide dogs recommended guide dogs for the blind out of San Rafael, California. So it was April of 09 that uh, Phelps and I trained together, but to prep him for that training, since I travel almost every week, guide dogs go through two years of training. The first year of their life is obedience training and socialization. The second year of their life is formal guide dog training at the guide dog school. And then the last six months of that two-year training is specifically designed to accommodate the handler for that dog. So October of 08 was when the staff from Guide Dogs for the Blind came out and actually visited me at my home to discuss with me what I would need in a guide dog. So Phelps was fully ready, fully trained. They took him to the Portland, Oregon airport. They trained him at the airport. They trained him on and off of aircraft through security, just anything and everything that might be entailed with the hotel stay and air travel and car travel, and uh, so by April of 09, he was raring to go. It just took me a couple of weeks to get up to speed regarding the commands, the guide dog commands, and how to learn to relinquish control going from a what I felt like a self-sufficient, independent businessman to learning to depend on, on the guide dog. And it was, it was a bit of a transition, but uh, oh my goodness, that was nearly six years ago, and 42 states ago, nearly 600 flights ago. So he is an expert at getting through security, on the plane. You know, I think probably the number one question listeners want to know is, how the heck does a dog find your check luggage? And you have you have a secret, don't you, Dan? I'm glad you asked me that because it's kind of funny because, I mean, he's already been trained. The car drops me off at the airport, Phelps find the door, Phelps find the counter, uh, Phelps find security, find the bathroom, when we get to the waiting area, find a chair. And then, of course, once I get to my destination and we found the baggage carousel, everybody, of course, asks, how does he find it? Well, I learned this trick from a movie that I saw where the guy puts bacon in his pockets so that the dog will like him. 
So I have his dinner in the outside pocket of my suitcase. And so he just, it's a, kind of amazing. We just nice. stand there and he sniffs each and every one and finally finds the one with his dinner in the in the outside pocket. That's really, that's really clever. That's awesome. So seeing as how you guys have flown so many flights and been to so many states, does Phelps have uh, frequent flyer miles? <laughs> I wish. I wish. Yeah, he uh, most of the time he just curls up into a little ball at my feet. Uh, every once in a while, I'm we're fortunate that uh, the seat uh, next to us is empty, but that's rare. So, I mean, you'd be amazed what a tiny little spot he fits into. We've been every once in a great while. We have to connect through on a uh, regional, what do they call that, uh, the, the regional jet it's so tiny, but uh, he never complains. He just takes it all in stride. So, Dan, just one more question for you. Of all the times that you guys have traveled, what is your most memorable time? Well, a couple of our trips. Phelps has actually, of the 42 states, he has actually been to Hawaii twice now. And so, actually, his very first beach he had ever been to is North Beach, the Bonsai Pipeline on Oahu. It's and, all downhill uh, from there, Dan. It's all downhill. You know, it's a dog. It's a dog's life, I tell you. <laughs> but the most memorable trip I think we ever had, I was working actually with our Wounded Warrior Senior Director, Dr. David Godbold, and we had a meeting at uh, Fort McNair right across the street. I'm sorry, it was Fort Meyer. Fort Meyer right, right across the street from the Pentagon. And David was discussing the Wounded Warrior program with the uh, purchasing, the contracting specialist there. And as he's going, I'm I'm sort of his wingman sitting next to him with Phelps. And as David is telling the program, before I even realized it, I re- I, it Phelps was kind of pulling, pulling on me because uh, I had his leash in my hand and the harness on, of course, and he's pulling, sort of tugging on me. And as I put two and two together, I realized there's a rumbling in it and all this is happening in just a split fraction of a second. And I'm thinking, boy, there must be like a tank, must be a, a, a military tank going by the building. And by that time, my thought was, well, no, this is way bigger than a tank. And by that time, Phelps has me out of the chair to the door. And the customer says to David, you can keep talking, but I'm getting out of here. And, of course, ultimately what had happened was... Uh, I want to say it was a 5.9 earthquake somewhere in central Virginia. So anyway, it it all turned out fine. Everybody was fine. But it was amazing how Phelps could tell even before I realized what was going on. And he was trying to help get me out of there. Oh, that's great. That's animal instinct, I tell you. Dan, thanks for joining us on Blind Living Radio. My pleasure, guys. Always a pleasure talking with you. Same with you, Dan. Thank you. Everybody, this has been an episode of Blind Living Radio, a special guest, Dan Bailey from Industries for the Blind. My name's Harley Thomas. And I'm Danielle Crapo. And you've been listening to Blind Living Living Radio. Radio. Blind Living Radio is proud to be supported by Industries for the Blind in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. To learn more about Industries for the Blind, go to IBMILW.com and find out how you can directly help support the blind community.